0: related, there comes a point in a man's life when he's got to face some facts. And one fact I got to face is that whatever it is that women like, I ain't got it. I chased after enough girls in my life. I, I went to enough dances. I got hurt enough. I don't want to get hurt no more. I just called up a girl this afternoon. I got a real brush off, boy. I figured I was past the point of being hurt, but that hurt. Some stupid woman who I didn't even want to call up, she gave me the brush. No, Ma, I do not want to go to Stardust Ballroom because all that ever happened to me there was... Girls made me feel like I was a a bug. I got feelings, you know. I had enough pain. No thanks, Mom. So I just spent like almost half an hour just trying to force myself to talk about something that I just wasn't feeling in the moment. It is important to me and it is something that I do want to talk about, but it's it's just not how I feel right now. And how I feel right now, <laughs> it's a constant thing of missing of, of This whole, this wishing I could relive certain moments or interact with certain people and be with friends that I used to have. I used to work at the boogie shower car wash and when I worked there I would look forward to going into work because of the people that I work with. To me that's very important. If I can't get along with the people that work there, then I don't want to work there. I want to work at a place where if they ask you, can you stay over? You will gladly say yes. Not because of the hours you're getting, the money you're making, but because you know the team you're working, you like them, or it's like, fuck, who's working tonight? This dude and this dude, and she's working tonight. Yeah, fuck it. I'll help them. And I've had so I've been trying to apply at different places. And I, every time I have to submit my resume, every time I have to list the places that I've worked in, and every time I list a place that I work at, I have this image of all these people that I know from those places. And then it makes me wonder, what are they doing? Are they still alive? Are they okay? and it's quitting or getting fired from a job is the same as a breakup and for me it always made me question so I question it and then I debunk it in my own mind I'll question did those friendships even matter like was that connection even real if after we've left the job we haven't stayed in contact and the answer is Yes and no. Yes, they mattered at the time. Do they matter now? I don't know. But then you have to look at every interaction, every job, every relationship as a room. When we were in that room, yes, it mattered. Yes, we we all felt what we felt and we were all there for each other. Yes. But as soon as we left the room, then those rules don't apply anymore. And it's like living, was it Hinduism or whatever it is, a reincarnation? That I kind of have to look at it with those eyes. Yes, it was important. Yes, it was fun, yes. And it'll never happen again. And those connections might never ever be there again. But it was something. I say that I want to live forever. But now that I think of it, it's just going to be filled with more of that saying goodbye to people but it's hard to let go of things how can you when the people that know you and the people you know and the places those build your reality so there's always these holes within me stuck in a certain job a certain person, a certain crew a certain day I can still feel how they would interact with me or or the tone that they would give me or and I think that goes more towards relationships I can whatever person I was with I can still hear and feel how they would laugh or what they would say in that situation and there's probably a name for whatever it is that I'm going through, or whatever it is that um, this is. Ashley once told me, um, my uh, I guess my ex-manager. She told me like, "Eli, do you have abandonment issues?" <laughs> and I was like, "If I do, my question is, why don't you?" The end is only a good thing when you're in bad times. And I think I've just had more bad bubbles in life of time than I've had good. So I have, I guess, abandonment issues and I also have trust issues. Cause I follow patterns and it's always well how long is this person interaction how long is this job interaction how long is this good thing that's going on with me or with my life how long is this going to last before it's over and it's not that I'm trying to think negative it's just I know this is going to end when is it going to end I know it can't be good forever and the flip side is yeah well it can't be bad for <laughs> but those bad stretches every minute is a year so i feel like i closed myself off to anybody new to anything i just i'm just like ah. all right we hang out we talk whatever everything's fun in my mind oh how long how long is this gonna last when is it gonna end and I have this whole thing about love, and relationships, and all these other things, and I'm like, I don't... I'm angry towards all that stuff, because people don't even understand what love is. People don't even get what a relationship They don't even understand themselves. They don't even understand who they are, why they are the way they are, and how to fix it. They don't even get that, but they have the ability to judge everybody else. Ah oh, man oh rolling my eyes so hard that's making me dizzy <laughs> but i don't get that you don't even fucking know yourself you don't even know why anything is anything but you have the audacity to judge me all right fam <laughs> so i'm just done with all of that stuff now I'm just focused on the career, focused on creating this one of the first goals on this first book, this first paragraph, this first chapter, this first phase. And I have four years to complete it. And then why it's four years i don't know if i want to say why but i won't but <clears throat> so i that's where i'm at right now like i don't want anything with anybody i don't it's easier to live if you're not anxious or you're not worried about somebody else or wondering if, if this is true that's true or what's the lie or what's next mejor solo que so that's how I am right now I'm just focused on what I have to do and all these plans and projects and just making money and all that And I don't know maybe I'm just tired of lies and I'm just tired of people I don't know giving people time that they don't even fucking know what they want but I'm supposed to be a certain way they don't even understand themselves but didn't know what I should be. All right. Infuriating, to say the very least, when you're... (sighs) The easiest way to put it is, like, if you buy stuff that are name brand for the name brand, (laughs) you're an idiot to me. (sighs) The list just goes on and on. I I don't know. But anyways, no, it's... (sighs) I, I this I wanted to talk about what I wanted to talk about. It's just not in me right now. But right now I'm just more angry and it, it's like when you say a feeling that doesn't mean that it covers everything. It's just a certain thing that makes like if I say I'm angry, um, that doesn't mean that I'm not happy at the same time. It's just different things that I'm angry about and I can cut them off and put them in their own whatever like when it comes to people and all that stuff I'm angry when it comes to me being okay I'm happy when it comes to uh, my family I'm happy I'm good like oh that always brings me joy when it comes to the people that I care about and they're doing well that brings me joy and i can still be mad and angry at life but i can still be happy at these other things so i'm i'm in this constant state of angry lonely happy fulfilled it's just all together at the same time it's like when you get that toothpaste that has the white part and then has green or fucking red and blue or you get those pins that have different colored Ink. I can be all those things at once. But in this very moment. Anger is the part that's. uh, Overtaking the beach. But I shouldn't be angry because I'm excited as well. We just got back. I just got back from hanging out with Phil and and doing the the 420 comedy show. I just got back from that. And I had fucking Phil and I hung out from the very beginning from Adair all the way to Oxnard or Ventura. I don't know what the fuck it's at, but just talking shit and just having a good ass time. And you would figure that that time between... Madeira and wherever we are going, it would feel like fucking, I don't know how many hours, but it didn't. I got to hang out with my best friend and I got to hang out and just talk shit. It just laugh the entire way. And then I got to hang out with Big Citric, fucking Nugs. We, we sat in the living room for fucking four hours from beginning to end, just laughing because we were just talking shit the whole time. I'm talking about like laughing like and I got inspired. I was like, "Yes, this is exactly what I like. This is I mean, this is exactly what I'm working for for people to be able to see or feel what that thing is." Cuz when when in the car, in the living room, if I could share that with everybody else so they could understand why I love comedy so much. And then 420, we had the show. I met Sam. I met Bree. Gotta hang out with Monski. I saw Richard Villa. I saw my doppelganger. <laughs> show was hella packed. Packed, packed. And I was frustrated. I was frustrated because I... It, When Phil and I started doing the comedy show, he would be on stage and I would be managing the show, whether it's the ticket stuff or running around doing photography, whatever it is, DJing sometimes. So in me within me, it's I have I'm event manager. Like I have to be able to make sure that everything is running smoothly. I wasn't involved that much this time for the 420 show. So I had to jump into gear, and I was frustrated that it just wasn't managed right, coordinated right. So that night I was just running around more, running around than actually filming, which I was there to film. And I I work these jobs here in Madera. And I'm always like, it's for a better thing, it's for a better thing. It's for for your career, it's for your dream. You have to go through these things in order to get what you want. And sometimes I lose sight of what it is that I used to have when we had the shows here. I lose sight of what we used to have when there was the shows in the Central Valley. I lose sight of what it felt like to be with the crew again. And me hanging out with Phil and Citric, Richard Via, Nuggs, it, Tom McLean, it, it's like yeah. It felt like this entire time I was holding my breath, and then when I got to experience the show again, it just like. <sighs> That's why I was suffering. Now I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to talk to myself, I'm like, yeah. This this is worth suffering for. Just to have a whole crowd jam back. They're having a good time. It's their night out and they're laughing. And and everything's just working and to be able to provide that, to give that to people. Afterwards I was just like That's right. That's what this feels like. This is what we're doing. This is why I'm doing everything that I'm doing. A podcast that I make sure that I listen to every episode is a flagrant too. ...on YouTube... ...you can Google that, whatever. It's with Andrew Schultz and Akash Singh... ...Alex Media... ...Mark Gagnon. And... ...recently... ...Andrew... ...sold out... ...radio... ...was it Radio City Hall... ...New York. And... ...and... ...that was a dream of his to... ...like it's... the ...that's like you... That's the finish line. Nah, not really. But that's like a goal. Touching a goal. Touching base. Touching. And it talks about It's like years. And years and years and years of work. Years of having to do something that people don't think you're going to be successful in. Or don't believe in. Or you may look stupid. You may look whatever, but... Chasing your dream and fighting for this one thing that you know. Just the struggle. And how long it takes to get that thing. they know what that's like putting on shows when nobody shows up performing when nobody knows and having to convince people that to come (laughs) like oh i'm not asking you to come over here to to a pyramid scheme i'm just asking you to come and hang out and enjoy like I'm giving you enter- I'm trying to entertain you I'm trying to make sure that you have a good night but it's not good enough for you. and it's frustrating it the years of frustration and failure and hard work and late nights and depression and to finally reach one of the goals that you set yourself out to and it's a it's a huge huge goal, but I saw, they made a video for him to show him, all the people that love him and this and that, and how it got to that one point, and and he cried, of joy, of just feeling everything. and and I felt that because I'm not there yet but I'm in the trenches right now and I see like it's possible we can do this we will do this we will be there And, 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 and I was so 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 happy for him because I understand Everything that he went through. Like the things that Phil and I go through. The things that we have to endure. To make people happy. Or at least entertain them. Or at least. The things we. The the obstacles we have to fight through. the, The hate. The ignorance. It's. It gets overwhelming. But we still. We still. We push through. Well, it. I mean, it is what it is. Let's just keep going. But just like how Schultz had his special or his um, performing at Radio City Hall, I will have my own comedy club. And the world, the universe, isn't fair I see people that have done, you know what, it doesn't even matter. The only thing I can do is just to keep trying, keep pushing forward, keep chugging along, keep, just keep fighting and keep being honest. But yeah, that night was, was a huge breath of fresh air. Like it made me. It gave me hope again. It it made me understand that this is worth fighting for. This is worth sharing. And I recorded everything in the car. I recorded everything in the room. Everything in the the living room. So I'll throw out snippets of that. But it, it really helped me to dig down and be okay with working harder again. Whereas before that, I I was starting to feel hopeless. I was starting to feel, the fuck am I doing with my life? And I always think about it like, am I, am I on the right path? Am I, what am I doing? But while I'm driving, I'll think about that, and then it always ends with, even if I won the lottery, I'd still be doing the same thing. I will create everything that I have in my mind and everything that I want to create, or I'm gonna die trying. My name is Seven, and this has been Memoirs of a Sage.
1: 好き kita Kino 経験と知識と歩る居場所にここでかない場所ましてなんてさ言葉がどれだけ手を伸ばそうと届かない場所で、僕ら遊ぼうか。愛し方さえも、君の匂いがした。歩き方さえも。歩き方さえも arai いつか消えてなくなる僕の叫びだけ